0: I'm going to ask a question. Let's say you know for yourself that you are conducting your spiritual walk in a biblical way or biblically because of what you've been taught and you also saw what you've been taught is actually in the word. So you see it for yourself. But let's also say one day you saw that the thing that you understood and that you saw before had more meaning to it than what you had understood before. found out there's more to it than that. The real question to this scenario is, what would you do now if this was you? Would you continue to misunderstand and continue in partaking in the sin? Or would you repent and make changes to reflect the truth of God's Word? So as you listen today, you will have a very important decision to make. This decision will determine your quality of life and your internal life. Amen. So let's continue. So, this created an open door for false prophets and false teachers to creep into the church unknownly. So, now let's deal with the word bishop. Bishop uh, is a word, let's see if we can find this word now. Episcope or episcopos. It's two, it's two forms of the same word. And epi. The first part of the word, and so you know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about Strong's G1985 and G1984, and it's spelled E-P-I-S-K-O-P-O-S, or it could be spelled E-P-I-S-K-O-P-E. Episcope or episcopos. So now, epi, the first part of the word episcopos, it means above. Scopos meaning to look or looking. So when you put the word above and looking, it's the word oversee or supervisor. All right. Now, that word, that word, is a secular word. It's not even a word that was used um, in the word of God.
1: Mm. Wow. That's, okay.
0: a, that's a secular word. That Greek word is a secular word. But because Ignatius, they're forcing that Greek word on the word bishop.
1: So are you saying he brought a secular concept into uh,
0: the church the- world? Okay. Into church leadership. Because the original word now is presbyter. That's the original Greek word. Now, that word is Strong's number G4245 and G4244. Now, essentially, these two words mean the exact same thing. But one will be, let me give you, let me give you an example. If I say boss, you know what that word means, right? That's not a Christian word. Mm-hmm. But you know that that's someone of authority that runs or rule or manages or supervises something. Mm-hmm. Right? That's the episcopal. Mm. Now if I say Presbyter. Presbyterian or Presbyterius, if I say that, you would think shepherd, elder, uh, teacher. Mm. You would think in that sense. So the word bishop was the two of them put together. But with the understanding that Episcopal is the secular way of saying supervisor instead of saying pastor.
1: So it's like an elevated leadership. It's like a, it seems like a pride.
0: Exactly.
1: Reflection is on it.
0: That's what it is.
1: So rather than being a shepherd or leader.
0: Which is humility.
1: Which is humility. Because
0: to be a shepherd, it's not a, a popular profession. Yeah. Because the member, uh, when Israel was in Egypt, they looked down on shepherds,
1: yeah, yeah
0: even wow. even David being a shepherd, he was looked he was down looked upon.
1: down on as well right, so rather than the word the in in initial intentional word of presbyter this um this Roman, this um, forefather, mm-hmm. used the word a secular concept, bishop, to boss up leadership over over over
0: the Presbyterians or over the Presbyterists, the pastors. So they're now saying we're the boss of the pastors. That's what happened. They took the word bishop and say, "Well, let's cut." Let's let's form, let's take the word bishop, because we like that word, but let's move the past apart down, but let's push the leadership of it up, creating a whole new position. But they took the title bishop with them.
1: Hmm. So that's why so many leaders Behave in a manner like when it's a you know prideful. They behave in a manner as though they're the boss of the people. This is really sad. So it's like taking the secular concept. So we we've, we've seen that happen even now. I don't know how long ago they started doing that, where mm. they brought the the secular concept or the secular term of first lady, first lady into right like a spiritual environment. Um, to you know the first lady would be the wife of the pastor, and first lady is not um a biblical or a spiritual concept, mm-hmm. but it carries a connotation f- coming from the secular arena, mm-hmm. I guess just as how this word the the bishop the episcopos carries a, a it carries a concept with it that kind of changes the functionality of what. That role is intended to be, you know, because the first lady now, the attributes of the secular concept of first lady, I've seen, you know, a lot of pastors, wives just kind of carry that role where she's in the background, primarily not recognizing that maybe she's called um, to be a prophet, uh, a prophetess or evangelist, or that she's also called a shepherding um, uh within the scope of the, the shepherding of her husband. Mm-hmm. You know, but if she's the first lady, she's just gonna look pretty. And uh you know it's 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 interesting.
0: Right. right. It's interesting
1: that these things are happening has happened.
0: So before I get into some explanation, let's look at the word episcopos. So, and they're closely related. So G, 1984 and 1985, episkopos, it means someone that has oversight, um, overseership, someone that's in charge, uh, someone that presides over officers of a church and and that's 1984 and this is the office of the bishop you're going to see that the office of the bishop is not the bishop that's a different word that's 1985 mm. and 1985 the actual word bishop episcopos is overseer uh, a man charged with the duty of seeing that things to be done by others are done rightly, the superintendent and overseer of a Christian church. Now, this is the, the understanding of the modern-day bishop, but this is not the understanding of what the bishop actually is.
1: Original, Original. intent.
0: Right. So episcopos is what's going on right now. So now let's deal with presbyterus. This is what, how the Bible was actually written when you saw the word bishop. It was intended for it to be an elder.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: A father figure. Among the Christians, those who preside over the assemblies, Um, I want to say also, if it's elder, it is the pastor. So, I have some scriptures that we will go through a little later, and as we read, and we read those words, I will let you know which one is referring to.
1: Okay, okay. So we're saying the distinction between the original intent, um, the word presbyterus, mm-hmm. versus the change to bishop. Right. Okay.
0: So elder and pastor is the same and presbyters simply means elderly. You see that?
1: Elderly. The elder. So the elder. In terms of the elder. Advance in age.
0: Advance okay, so mature in the faith. Mature in age. Okay. Okay. Mature in the way that they handle management of the church of God. Okay. Okay. This, this now points towards the qualifications of the bishop. Okay. When you're mature, it's saying, are you mature in this way as you see the qualifications?
1: Okay. Huh. Which the actual qualification of a pastor. Right.
0: Now, episcopus does doesn't have anything to to do with the qualifications of the bishop. It has everything to do with can you be in charge of someone? Okay. Can you be the boss? Mm-hmm. So, let's get into some now explanations of
1: mm. what, what really happened. Wow. So so after the original after the apostles, the direct apostles of Jesus Christ, and the first dispensation of apostles, because we know Paul wasn't directly in connection with Jesus Christ, but Paul and Barnabas and the other apostles around that time. So after they established these things, this guy comes in and he's like, well, I know I'm not an apostle, but I I want to be a boss of the pastors. I'll do that. So this is what he did. He took in that secular Concept and said, Okay, Bishop, you're the one that's going to be the
0: boss
1: (laughs) of the pastors and teachers,
0: right? Okay, right. And I want to also bring out this strong's um, concordance word, it's a Greek word G4166, G4166, and it's pronounced. Poimen, or poimen, it's spelled P-O-I-M-E-N, poimen. Now, this word refers to a shepherd in the parable, he to whose care and control others have committed themselves and whose precepts they follow, the metaphor Of this word, it just really means shepherd and pastor, but there's a metaphor for this word, and it's the presiding officer, manager, director of an assembly. So, of Christ, the head of the church. So, pastors and husbands are likened unto Christ being the head of the church. Uh, Of the overseers of the Christian assemblies, of kings and princes uh yeah so that's what poimane means but you're going to see now that poimen episcopos, presbyter all three of those words refer to the one word bishop it's the same word it's the same very same word
1: modern day concept though of this word Bishop
0: mm-hmm. I
1: you know hear it in I guess in the in Christendom Bishop to refer to a pastor of pastors and you're saying that the word actually in biblical text is pastor over um uh Like the head of a congregation.
0: The head of the congregation. The ruling head, the managing head, the the counseling head, the judge head, the the guidance head, the father figure, the leader of a congregation Mm -hmm. is the bishop. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: In order to lead a congregation of people, a local body, assembly, the qualification of the bishop that we understand to be in the word of God refers to the pastor. Okay. And not the pastor of pastors. And if you want to know that, because you're probably asking, well, who's the the boss of the pastors? Or who's the pastor of the pastor? The apostle. The apostles. But so many people are so quick to grab that title.
1: Which one?
0: Apostle. Mm-hmm. From nothing to apostle. I've mm-hmm. seen that happen. From nothing to apostle. They quick. They want that title so bad mm-hmm. so that they can bring error into the church. Mm-hmm. They don't think they're bringing error, but because they think they can do that, they're already in error. You have to be qualified to hold that title. Because to be an apostle, you have to be sent to establish ministries of the fourfold, not five. Because if you're calling it five, perhaps you have something going on wrong in your organization.
1: Yeah, and that word, that, that phrase, terminology, fivefold ministry... I've heard it all my life. So it's been just like traveling through generations. It's like, who would think to explore it? Who would think to um, try to discover it? Because I know I've seen it like from a grammatical standpoint. And I know that the word of God can't be revealed by interpretation or by, you know, trying to grammatically dissect it. But there was always something that made me wonder, why does it say Apostles? Um, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. I've always wondered about that. I've always thought about that. And within myself, I said, this just seems mm-hmm. really like these are okay. four offices for um, the government of um, the the kingdom of God, the, the church and the kingdom of God. It seems like it's four. So I'm hearing you're you mm-hmm. know, saying this also, and you're showing right.
0: scripturally. I want to say the reason why why because some people saying well i always heard it to be five why is he saying it four? it's because the qualification of the pastor Mm -hmm. is very similar if not the same as the qualification of the deacon
1: right
0: so pastor and teacher are bishop and deacons hence why you see those words together when the apostles write write the epistles to the bishops and deacons, or with the bishops and deacons, or I left you here in Crete to ordain these type of elders, bishops, and deacons.
1: Mm-hmm. That's the pastoring,
0: and then you, the pastoring. no one ever thought to say, out of all the so-called fivefold ministry gifts, they went from the bishop and the deacon skipping all the other ministry uh, offices. Mm -hmm. He's only writing to the churches that don't have the other offices in place, only bishops and deacons. Mm -hmm. Well, that will make sense now because bishops and deacons are pastors Pastors and assistants, pastors of the local church.
1: Pastors and assistant pastors.
0: With the same or similar qualifications. Mm -hmm. Hence, this is proof one point of the proof that we have it wrong as this modern day Christendom. It's totally wrong. Hence, we're ever learning and never coming to the knowledge of truth, and we'll have no power. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. And God is merciful. It's like he understands this, and sometimes he'll conceal a thing for generations. You know, we see him do that a number of times in Judges, Uh, and then he'll rise up a deliverer to bring forth, you know, his, his, his judgment on the matter. And I do believe that he is bringing judgment to the church, you know, for us to recognize these errors and correct it so that we could be more functional, functional as, uh, the, the bride of Christ with the, the spirit of God, the power of God, the true presence of God, you know, and stop being, um, I guess, invaded by um, these um, doctrines of demons coming in through the gates, Mm -hmm. polluting and diluting the pure, powerful word of God.
0: So we know that episcopal is the secular word to mean supervisor and the scriptural word presbyter means the actual bishop or pastor. The modern English term bishop derives from the Greek word episkopos, meaning literally overseer. However, the term episkopos did not originate in Christianity. The Greek word episkopos was first used of officials in government and later came to be used for the church leaders. In Greek literature, the term had been used for several centuries before the advent of Christianity. Mm. That's like someone saying boss, but now boss is in the church.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But it, boss was used for so many centuries. Mm-hmm. The episcopus was used for so many centuries. Mm. In the Bible, the word meaning bishop and the word meaning priest or pastor, which is presbyter, were used for the same thing up until Ignatius changed it in early christian era the term episcopus and poimen was not distinguished from presbyters it literally mean elder or senior or pastor or priest mm. hence we have the word senior pastor mm. but it's now in the sense of the order of the office of the bishop distinct from that of presbyter since the writings attributed to Ignatius of Antioch. So now let's look at some scriptures. James chapter five, verse 14 to 15. James chapter five. James chapter five, verse 14 to 15. When I come to the word that means either Episcopal or, uh, or Presbyterian, I'll let you know. Okay. Or Presbytus, right? All right, James 5.14, it says, Is any sick among you, let him call for the Presbytus, the elders of the church, and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of the faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise him up. And if he have committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. So if they're not the presbytus, you're out of order, and that prayer will probably be in vain. You see this? Call for the pastors. Call for the pastors. Not saying that others can't pray, but it says if any are sick, where we're in need of a miracle, you call for the pastors. You see that?
1: Yes, yes. Because of the pastors, the equipment of the pastors should be functional in healing
0: and deliverance. Mm-hmm. So that. It's forty two forty five. 42, 45. Now, the next scripture is 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 14. 1 Timothy 4, 14. Neglect not the gift that is in thee, which was given thee by prophecy with the laying on of the hands of the presbytery. So that word is actually in the the Bible in scripture and it's G4244 Presbyterian meaning the pastor
1: mm-hmm. not Presbyterian as in the there's a there's a religious denomination right called Presbyterian but this is Presbyterian
0: right, right. first Peter chapter 2 verse 25 1 Peter two and 25. For ye were as sheep going astray, but are now returned unto the shepherd, which is Poimen, G4166, and the bishop of our souls. Bishop meaning Episcopus, 1985, but remember, That's the wrong form of the word. That's the form of the word that they want us to understand. It's really going to be the Presbyterian. So he is the bishop of our souls and he's the shepherd of our souls. He is both the pastor and our leader. He is our caregiver and our leader. The caregiver and the leader is one word. He is the bishop of our souls, and he's also the pastor. 1 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1 to 13.
1: 1 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1 to 13. It's just the heart of it right here,
0: right? Yeah. All right. This is a true saying. If a man desires the office of a bishop, the office is 1984, G 1984, for Episcopa. He desired a good work. So that means if someone wants to be a pastor, he desires a good thing. But before you put your hand to that plow, let's make sure you qualify because it's, going to, it's not going to be good for you if you put your hand to that plow and you're not qualified. It would be better for you not to put your hand to that plow than to put your hand to that plow and be disqualified. But yet, we have disqualified people putting their hands to that plow and creating more confusion within the body. Verse two, so the bishop, meaning pastor, then must be blameless. So, the husband of one wife, vigilant, sober, of good behavior, given to hospitality, apt to teach, not given to wine, no striker, not greedy of filthy lucre, but patience, not a brawler, not covetous, one that ruleth well his own house, having his children in subjection with all gravity. For if A man know not how to rule his own house, how shall he take care of the the church of God? Not a novice, so that speaks to elder and age and maturity, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: not a novice, lest being lifted up with pride, he falls into condemnation of the devil. Moreover, Mm -hmm. he must have a good report of them which are without lest he falls into reproach and the snare of the devil. Likewise, must the deacon, so that's likewise, just like, just as, the deacon, be grave, not double-tongued, not given to much wine, not greedy or filthy lucre, having the mystery of the faith in pure conscience, meaning having a full understanding of the truth. Uh, And let these... Also, first be proved. A lot of pastors are not proved. A lot of deacons are not proved. Then let them use the office of the deacon being found blameless. Assistant pastors. Assistant pastors. Even so must their wives be. So now (laughs) the qualifications went past them and onto our wives at this point. Even so, must their wives be grave, not slanderers, sober, faithful in all things. Let the deacons be the husbands of one wife, ruling their children and their houses well, for they that have used the office of a deacon well purchase to themselves a good degree and great boldness in the faith which is in Christ Jesus. Philippians chapter 1, verse 1 to 2. Philippians chapter 1, verse 1 to 2. When we get to bishop and deacons, you're going to see the word bishop meaning 1985 Episcopals. Paul and Timothy, the servant of Jesus Christ, to all the saints in Christ Jesus, which are at Philippi with the bishop's And deacons. So this was the point that I was making. Here's Paul. He's given a greeting and he's greeting. In his greeting, he has bishop and deacons together. It's because they're in the same. I want to say it's two different offices. One is the office of a bishop. One is the office of a deacon, but they're in the same uh, leadership category they're in the ποιμαιν category mm-hmm. they're in the presbyterous category the apostle is in the presbytes and ποιμαιν category as well that's why jesus is the pastor and bishop of our souls because he is also the apostle the apostle
1: and pastor
0: just like moses is the apostle
1: mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: amen okay, now. amen
0: amen And one last scripture, Titus 1, 4 to 9. Titus, chapter 1, verses 4 to 9. To Titus, mine own son after the common faith, grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior. For this cause, I left thee in Crete. For this reason, basically, he's saying, this is the reason why I left you in Crete, that thou should set in order the things that are wanting and ordain elders in every city as I had appointed thee. Now, Mm -hmm. colon, Mm -hmm. same sentence, same point. Who are these elders? Let's elaborate, verse six. If any, being blameless, the husband of one wife, having faithful children, not accused of riot or unruly. Gotcha. Verse seven. This is the gotcha. For a bishop must be blameless. So all of that was being said. And we thought, well, we don't know who he's talking about yet. And then he says, the elder is the bishop. The pastor is the bishop. Ordain the pastors. They are the bishop. For the bishop must be blameless as the steward of God, not self-willed, not soon angry, not given to wine, not striker, not given to filthy lucre, but a lover of hospitality, a lover of good men, sober, just, holy, temperate, holding fast to faith, the faithful word, as he hath been taught. Think about that. Holding fast the faithful word, as he hath been taught. That's not happening in some of these churches. We're hearing these new ways of understanding the gospel of Jesus Christ. That he may be able by sound doctrine, both to exhort and to convince the gainsayers. Amen. 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 So to to kind of quickly summarize what I just read, what the consequences of Ignatius' actions are, it it led to a dysfunctional leadership within the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. And this is how it looks. People who don't have integrity, people who don't have godly wives, That means they're single or they are not of the gender to have a wife. You see that? Um, They don't have life experience. They don't have a sound mind. They're not modest. They're not nice people. They're not generous or kind. They're not skillful to teach and ready to teach. But they're eager to preach, though. They're not in a state of sobriety, but they're ready for physical altercation. They're eager for financial gain. They're focused on planting seeds rather than tithing. If you hear seed time and harvest and less of tithing, that could be a sign. They're not patient. They're not gentle. They're not fair. They're not able to judge matters or counsel appropriately. They're ready to argue, like they're set on, let's go. Uh, They're lovers of wealth. They're not able to manage uh, or have leadership skills. Or they're not a protector in their own home. They're not concerned at home or aware of certain things that's happening in their home. They're not responsible at home or having submitting or obedient children with respect and honor for authority. Mm -hmm. They're not able to take care of the house of God in the same vein in which they should take care of their home. They're not spiritually mature. They're prideful and conceited in the way that they operate in the church and in their lives. They don't have a good reputation. And they're constantly bringing shame to the faith. Amen. We're coming to the end. We're real close. So please bear with us. You have anything to say before we continue?
1: No, no, no. No, so, I mean, essentially, not meeting the God-given qualifications. These are the, the character traits, the attributes that will be a part of the leadership of unauthorized pastors. Amen.
0: Okay, so Ephesians 4 verse 10 to 25. We only we're going to read the the first couple of verses, but I want you to have the passage so you can have the context. Ephesians 4 verse 10 to 25. This is going to give some clarity about is it really fivefold ministry gifts or is it fourfold? And what does it look like? Well, verse 10 says, he that descended is the same also that ascended up far above all heavens, that he might fill all things, verse 11. And he gave some apostles, semicolon. And he gave some prophets, semicolon. And some evangelists, semicolon. And some pastors and teachers, semicolon. So that's how you know that pastors and teachers are in the Presbyterian and Poiman group. They're pastors and assistant pastors. So the apostle is the leader that established the local body or the local assembly. And within the local assembly, you have to have Pastors and assistant pastors to begin with. This is the reason why Paul always says, this is the reason why I left you here, or I need you to ordain elders that look like this, mm-hmm. pastors and teachers in each city of a for a local assembly. Mm-hmm. Now, once that assembly is established, we now could find the prophets in that assembly, the evangelists in that assembly. Those are the people who go out of the assembly to bring people into the assembly. And the pro- the prophets and the evangelists submit to the leadership of the pastor. Mm-hmm. That's a misconception as well, where uh, some prophets and evangelists think that they're above the pastor and work outside of their church and have their own ministry.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. The pastor uh, manages the evangelists and the prophets, and the apostle manage manages the whole thing. And the pastor and the teacher is in the same teaching group, mm-hmm. mentoring group, counseling group, the shepherding, Sheppening, the judgment group. They're the leaders. Amen. Amen. So now here's a little bit more proof for you. So Judas pastoral and his apostolic leadership was replaced with Matthias. And you're going to see, now that you have an understanding of what's being taught tonight, you know how to handle this type of passage. Acts chapter 1, 16 to 20. It says, Men and brethren, this scripture must need have been fulfilled, which the Holy Ghost by the mouth of David spake before concerning Judas, which was guided to them that took Jesus. For he was numbered with us, and had obtained part of this ministry. Now this man purchased a field with the reward of iniquity, and falling headlong, he burst asunder into the mist, and all his bowels gushed out. Verse 19. And it was known unto all the dwellers at Jerusalem, insomuch as that field is called in their proper tongue, a- Akeldumah. That is to say, the field of blood. For it is written, in the book of Psalms, let his habitation be desolate, and let no man dwell therein. Here's the point. And his bishopric, let another one take. Well, bishopric. Judas had a bishopric. The bishopric was a pastoral role in the kingdom of God. So this is the replacing of Judas, uh, Poimen, Presbyterian, um, and Episcopal, if you will, in his role in the kingdom and is given to Matthias. Now, Acts 20 and 17, I'm not going to read the whole thing, I'm going to give you the scripture, Acts 20, 17 to 30. And I'm going to get straight to the point with this one. Apostle Paul was on his way to Ephesus. He wanted to get there quickly because he knew that his time in ministry has come to an end. And he gets to Ephesus and he gets to this place when he says to the people of Ephesus, um, these are the elders of the church. Look, verse seventeen, and from Metellus he sent to Ephesus and called the elders of the church. So now we know what who the elders are. He called for the pastors of that church, and he went to the pastors of that church. And now let's go down to verse twenty-nine. This is what he said when he got there, and he he made a point to say this: "For I know," verse twenty-nine, "for I know this." That after my departing shall grievous wolves enter in among you, not sparing the flock. Also of your own selves shall men arise. That means they're amongst you, speaking perverse things to draw away disciples after them. Let's look at verse 28 for a second. Take heed therefore unto yourselves. And to all the flock over the which the Holy Ghost hath made you overseers. so you see that word? Made you, the pastors, overseers. That means you're bishops. To feed the church of God, which he hath purchased with his own blood. Verse 29, I say it again. For I know this, that after my departing, because this is his last days now, after my departing, mm-hmm. uh, shall grievous woes enter in among you, not sparing the flock. The flock. Mm-hmm. Also, of your own selves shall men arise, speaking perverse things, to draw away disciples after them, after them. Now, two more things and we're done. We're, we're t- two short, very short things. And then we're, we're open for any comments, final words, and we're closed. Elders are pastors and bishops. Jeremiah 3 and 15. I'm going to give you an Old Testament uh, look at this word. Jeremiah 3, 15. And I will give you pastors. That Strong's number is H, 7462. 7462. I would give you pastors according to mine heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Feeding you, that means teaching you, not preaching to you. Because once you have the understanding, you don't need preaching. You need more teaching. But if you don't have the understanding, you preach to convince, Mm -hmm. to teach. But we find ourselves preaching so much. Amen. So H7462 is pastor, and it means, uh, it's a Hebrew word, and is ra, or raha, should I say? Raha, a primitive word to tend to the flock, literally or figuratively, generally to rule and to associate with. Amen.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Amen. So, where do what do we have here in the chat?
1: Mm, go through the chat. So, so in summary, your the title now that you chose for tonight, Bishop, the unauthorized entry. Um, essentially, it's like you. I guess tonight this study shows us how it clouded uh, clouded what we were to understand about um, the Christian church leadership and the expectations of leaders mm-hmm. over the flock and how when that gets lost, that folks are able to um, come in as pastors thinking that uh, the qualifications of the bishop doesn't apply to them in first. Um, Timothy chapter three. Right. They're thinking, well, I'm not trying to be a bishop. I'm trying to be a pastor. Notwithstanding that the word bishop and deacon there is referring to um, the pastors and the assistant pastors mm-hmm. in over a
0: local church. Right. Yeah. Right. So they're coming in with their flaws and not interested in changing because they think that they can operate in spiritual gifts. And their integrity is just dysfunctional. So, mm-hmm. you know, we, we have many single pastors. And the qualification says you have to be married mm-hmm. in the form of being a matured married person. So you can have experience to counsel,
1: mm-hmm.
0: teach, educate, build up, encourage. We, we can't have a novice come in and doing that, especially mm-hmm. uh, if you have no children, right? And then mm-hmm. we're, we, we as pastors will give advice and they don't know how to raise a child. Mm-hmm. And you have to be able to run your house well. And if you have a house of one,
1: mm.
0: you don't have a congregation of one. Right. You know, and then some have al- ulterior motives, um, and and not of faith. So th- financially, people are being taken advantage of,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and they're putting their hope in their financial uh, sacrifices. Should I, should I call it?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But these are like more so f- sacrifices of witchcraft because they're given to get. It's a mm-hmm. given to obtain mm-hmm. and that's not what God s- set up. Mm-hmm. So if unqualified people come in mm-hmm. and create in the, the culture of false doctrine and confusion and lack and a place that festers curses to be applied to the members. hmm they're doing an injustice to the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. Amen. So if it doesn't look like the qualification of the bishop, your pastor, if your pastor does not look like that. We can't say, well, it doesn't mean that you have to be married. It doesn't mean that you have to be a man. It means that you have to be a, a husband. husband,
1: a husband, a husband. Yes, and a father. A father. Yes, Mm -hmm. that's what the Bible says. A
0: businessman, a teacher, someone that that knows how to win a soul. Win over naysayers. Bring proof of the word instead of their own opinions. Mm -hmm. Bring proof of the word to convince the naysayers. Mm -hmm. Because if they believe that the word is the truth, and you bring the word because they believe that is the truth. It speaks for itself. Mm-hmm. And that's what we did tonight. We let the word speak for itself. Amen. But we'll I think
1: you really did a good job of um, just like really laying it out line upon line, precept upon precept, showing that um, you know how to handle the word of God. So. Mm-hmm. Praise God for
0: that. Amen. Amen. It's all about finding the narrow gate and running running clear away from that wide gate. And if you find yourself in an organization where the doctrine is pretty wide and wide with uh, inconsistencies of the truth of God's word, you might have to make a choice to find that narrow gate. Organization, so that you can be built up, matured, filled, and sent out, because that's what it's all about. It's all about us being sent out to bring more in. Amen. And if you're if you're in it just to satisfy yourself, um, please yourself, and gratify yourself, and be a consumer, it's gonna it's gonna hurt you because uh, that culture. It only ends in destruction for yourself and not just your eternity, but in your here and now in the social aspects and the natural aspects of your life.
1: Amen. Amen. So I want to say that, you know, maybe you are a pastor listening tonight and you feel as though some of these uh, the points that are being made, you're using it to judge yourself saying, well, I realize that I, I may be outside of um, biblical qualifications, but I have these giftings and I have this, you know, conviction. Maybe, you know, think back, um, you know, your, your conviction and your passion um, and your zeal. Were you being led by the Holy Spirit or were you taking in your own zeal to do something for God? Because, you know, many times people, they will take up the zeal to do something for God and um, may not necessarily be um, equipped or anointed to do it. Maybe you're someone's assistant pastor um, or teacher. Maybe, you know, you're supposed to be working in the local church, um, providing support to the pastoral staff. You know, um, I just feel as though one thing I've noticed is that many, many, um, many churches are probably lacking their, their, um, their helps committee or their administrative um, committee. They're lacking that because, you know, people tend to, to, to feel as though the gift is the authority and um, neglect the fact that there is order, there's calling, there's sending. And so it's a, it's a. Issue, and the fruits of that will be evident. You know, um, it'll be evident where you're not seeing that God is um, that there's um, quality of growth, spiritual growth, growth. Because that's how you can know. You know, sometimes you may not see the quantity. God will do that over, you know, in His way and in His timing the quantity, but it's the quality of the spiritual growth. Is there maturing? Are you seeing the spirit of God? Are you seeing the power of God? Our lives truly being deeply impacted, our lives being revolutionized. That's how you know the the, the Lord is the one that is supplying the source of that life-changing transformational power of the Holy Ghost through you serving him in that pastoral role. So, order, you know, it's, it's time for us to get in order. Mm-hmm. Um, so, this is this opportunity for, as you said before, for um, confession and repentance and just a, a turn it off the way. Just, you know, turn it off the way. Make it, you know, get in the navigation back in alignment with God. Amen. He'll reveal to you when you humble yourselves before the Lord, He will reveal to you. God God draws near to those who will humble himself. He said um, something that we know in our Christian faith. We always refer back to what he said when there needs to be healing of the nation. He said, if my people in Second Chronicles chapter 7, if my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, I will hear from heaven and I will, um, I will respond. I will forgive them of their sins and I will heal. I will heal them. I will
0: heal their land. Amen. 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 So be brave for many of us who are visitors and probably watching and realize that their, their pastor really don't fit the qualification of the bishop. Uh, it's an important decision to make and it's a decision that will definitely change your life for the better or if you if you know that you're going to have to keep the if, well I shouldn't even say it like that if you, if you know that you want to you have a desire to stay in the wrong it's not going to work out well for you and I have to just say it just like that whether it's going to be at the end when you see God face to face or during this lifetime when you continue in the wrong you're going to see that and remember this podcast tonight hmm. it's not going to work out well for you in this lifetime as well it's a choice
1: Amen
0: Amen. but I I believe that you will make the choice that's proper according to the word because you trust in the word to be true. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you for being with us tonight and listening to this podcast and watching the stream of this podcast. You will be able to watch it on replay as many times as you like. And please, we would like for your, your support. Your financial support. Healingplacegive.org is on the screen right now. Healingplacegive.org. Mm-hmm. We also have a cash app if you like it. And that's going to be Healing Place Give. That's dollar sign Healing Place Give. Mm-hmm. We thank you. Well, let us pray and just bless would you mind closing us out in prayer?
1: All right. Yes, I would. I'll bless pray. the
0: offering and bless uh, everyone tonight to have a peaceful night.
1: All right. Well, God, we thank you. Thank you, Lord, for uh, for being ever present. I pray, Father, that as we leave from this setting, that you continue to move in our understanding, Lord God. Um, as we go back to the Word, that you seal it within our our knowing. Father, we just thank you for truth and light. We ask you, God, to bless those who uh, decide to be a blessing to this ministry um, financially. God, that you will show them your favor, Lord. We ask you, Lord, to continue to increase um, wisdom, knowledge, and understanding um, in the way of righteousness and in truth. Thank you, Lord God, for your servant. We ask you, God, to restore virtue upon him. As he prepared and served your word, and that you will replenish him, Lord God, for the next time. Praise God and have a wonderful night or whatever time of day it is that you're listening. God bless you.
0: God bless you.